Hi, hello, welcome to Directly to You. It's freaking episode 207. Is that where we're at? Is that time and yes. place? <laughs> episode 207, the Redirect Podcast. I'm AJ of Redirect. I'm joined by Parker, also of Redirect. And we're collective. Oh, well, yeah, talk parker so people know yep, that was it name association <laughs> to the voice we're joined by cheesy <laughs> he is a fellow twitch streamer uh and also he makes tiktoks and whatnot how you doing cheesy i'm doing well how are you guys we're doing great man we're doing great and we could do even better if you support this channel by going to youtube.com slash watch redirect or twitch.tv slash watch redirect and give him four dollars and 99 cents of your money or maybe if you don't like jeffy b and you have an amazon prime account link it to your twitch account and then he gives us money on your behalf you got to remember to renew it in exchange for that you get loyalty badges you get switch keys from time to time you get emotes you get all that fun jazz and get access to our supporters on discord we record this show every week now we record the show on thursday if you're not here when we record the show you're probably watching it on saturday or a little bit after that but we record it on thursday you can listen to us while we do that it's a good old fun time it's great um also you can go to our patreon patreon.com slash watch redirecting you get other stuff uh but that's that's the intro man we can just get into the show and talk about the things that we're going to talk about starting with nintendo bought a freaking animation studio dude this is true it's crazy did anybody have this on their bingo card for this year was that yes at all <laughs> for sure i said i said that about the kirby thing uh that was obviously uh me being facetious but this this was a foregone conclusion i think not this one specifically i've never heard of this one in my life <laughs> Uh-huh. You mean because of the Mario movie and like move forward in that? Um is the reason it's a foregone clue? Or like I don't no, know, tell me. not necessarily the uh, Mario movie specifically, but just how they've been talking about animation and, and like how they want to get in the other verticals for yeah. since what, twenty sixteen? <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Cheesy? Yeah. I am excited and nervous at the same time because I don't think that we have really cracked down on uh, video game movies yet. We're getting better, you know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. to me, this sounds like a, a starting place because obviously we have the Mario movie. Um, but I think that this might be a way for them to do kind of short films, Pixar-esque before uh, in, uh, like the Mario movie, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's um, interesting with this company specifically is like so obviously our nintendo reference point is the pikmin shorts and those are great those are amazing fun. right yeah. and so like yeah more of those would be awesome i went to this company's website and it you know you can translate it through google translate or whatever and um because it's in japanese and but some of the stuff didn't translate right i don't think but like looking at their body of work there's a surprising amount of like vr stuff and i mean also Do you just have like, that like pulled up um i did i can pull it back up you should pull it up and put it in the chat because yeah. i will put it on the screen for, for our viewers sure. to see um works okay here you go and then yeah so go there and then just translate it to english but yeah so like there's a couple categories there's cg and there's you know a decent amount of stuff in cg They've got some motion capture stuff, which like includes some things from near replicant, Death Stranding, a bunch of I don't know what all of these other things are, but like very, very, very anime things, um, you know, which is fun and all. But 
also some live shows like uh the what is this miracle moon festival i think i think it's like ar i i don't really know honestly i don't know if it's something where it's like kind of like the splatoon concert where like split you know there's kind of the squid sisters playing on screen or something like that while you're there or if it's the other way around and it's people like participating in going to a concert virtually i don't i don't know i didn't um, get to pop up to translate this to english but here it is man <laughs> here it is an ace yeah. attorney thing <laughs> uh-huh so yeah all that to say like oh they, this is not the what i was expecting what were you saying? I've seen this. I've seen the anime for Ace Attorney. Not like a full episode, but I've mm. seen it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it's... is All that to say, it's just interesting because like, yeah, to, to me, I don't... I don't know what direction Nintendo specifically would go with this other than like, prob- hopefully, just the more obvious thing, which is they did the Pikmin shorts and then just, you know, kind of keep on going from that and like sort of disregard all the other stuff that dynamo productions has been doing prior to this, but like keep all their talent and doing stuff with it. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. There is like, so I put the, I know you put the Nintendo life article in here, but I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. to look at the, like the, the film industry side of it, like how they take this. Cause like how they handle news and stuff like that is very different. Like hmm. gaming's usually more like guarded with all their stuff. Um, film is like, yo, we're making a movie. It's coming out five years from now. Here's all yeah. the plot details. Here's all the actors and all that stuff. Um, and it seems like they gave a little bit more context on like what they plan to do than the the initial announcement that I saw elsewhere. Hmm. It's interesting that they are wanting to kind of uh, explore that area because after the Super Mario Bro movie, I know for a while they were like, no, we're, we're not making any more movies. We're not even going to try. And now they have like the confidence to give it another another go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the good thing about this is that like it's just very different from from those days, right, where with the super mario movie it was like we have this license that's popping off we have this film studio that is willing to do something with it we don't care about the details make the movie make us money cool um but here like they're they're like way more involved and i i think that that has a lot of um like if you if you look at uh the the things that have happened outside of nintendo proper like detective pikachu um that is the the sort of thing that can happen when that relationship is in like in that way um more active like something that they're policing and making sure is good and true to the true to the property uh but then for some reason we're not getting detective pikachu too yeah 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 (laughs) i mean i'm not i'm not sure about all the details behind that because like i know a lot of that stuff like with the release of that or not the release but the production of that was weird because it was like a, a a very close to like the start of COVID when that movie came out mm, um yeah. so like it, from all these like deadline reports and and stuff like that right it sounded like they were very 
um like bullish on making more movies after that where it was like um they talked about doing a, a pokemon red and green and blue <laughs> sort of situation like that kind of movie um a detective pikachu sequel um but detective pikachu in general as a property is kind of in flux right now because we we're supposed to yeah. get detective pikachu one and two on switch and where's that yeah uh, detective pikachu is looking for it you know he's yeah still, <laughs> yep. he's on gathering the all the clues honestly that's yeah. a fact that's a fact we need detective pikachu to, to yeah. get it together man <laughs> it is interesting though because like i think about it in contrast to I, i'm not like I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but like, you know, I like Star Wars enough. Um, and the way that like George Lucas and his relationship with Star Wars in, compared like the first three movies compared to the prequel trilogy compared to the opposite end of that, which is the holiday special from back in the day where it was like the first three movies to what I understand is kind of like a really good happy me medium like good mix where he let people do what they were going to do and he had like the overall vision and stuff like that but like you know basically didn't micromanage stuff but was still in the trenches enough or something I don't know and then the prequel trilogy well and then the holiday special happened which was like he gave the reins completely over which is very much like the Super Mario Bros movie where it's like yeah just do whatever you want and then completely regretted that because of how terrible it turned out and then just like went full swing the other direction for uh for the prequel trilogy which was like much more super 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 micromanaged mm -hmm. in terms of a lot of things and nintendo is very much a company that like especially miyamoto i can imagine him micromanaging something to death and like sometimes that's great because like he's done a lot of amazing stuff and then sometimes i'd be a bit wary of that but i do like that like obviously coming out of the Mario movie where he's been super involved with that. They obviously have this confidence in this side of their IPs at this point. Like, yeah. you know, to me, I, I don't know if this is the way that it worked out for them, but the timing kind of insinuates some element of like Mario movie started. They were just going to kind of see how that goes, obviously went well enough. And then they've decided to like double down on that side of stuff and fun that they're doing it in a way too, where they're not pigeonholing themselves just with, universal and illumination but can do things outside of that and yeah. maybe that's some of why like i i'd suspect i don't know i don't know any of this kind of stuff but like maybe um illumination and again you know um universal has rights to certain things for like uh for movies and theme parks and stuff specifically for mario specifically for like donkey kong characters and like some limited amount of ips and then Nintendo's maybe going to use this to try to do something in some other IPs that they have that they haven't licensed out to them um, and kind of diversify in that way. So that like to me, that's exciting if that's the case where, you know, they can they can try a couple of different things. And in the same way that they're really inventive in a lot of their own ways, just as Nintendo over the years um, kind of leading the market in that way, they can hopefully be pretty inventive in this way as well. Mm -hmm. it, it gives me marvel vibes um but like mm -hmm. a kind of expedited version of it where i mean they didn't do it because they necessarily wanted to um but more so because they kind of had to where they partnered with dis different studios in the beginning before like marvel mm -hmm. studios was like a thing tm um yeah. like the, it was paramount and then universal um and then disney bought them and then disney 
took over all of it right um it feels like nintendo partnered with universal and illumination because you know they're already in this industry they they do this thing and then they're like oh, okay we kind of got a grasp on this let's put our <laughs> own footprint on it and buy our own studio so we can produce our own thing apart from uh these like established names and have to give them percentages and stuff like that to do what we can already do we already have you know like a name of our own we have funds and access so yeah why use them hmm. i mean it's good that if nintendo is like just holding on to their ips i like that but at the same time it would be kind of nice to see like link or animal crossing or splatoon in nintendo world because right mm -hmm. now it's just True. mario and Donkey Kong, which still kind of falls under the umbrella. Of yeah, Mario. it's Mario adjacent for sure. <laughs> right, right. But it's cool to to see them like use their or let other people use their IPs. Because Miyamoto, did he help out at all with um, uh, Kingdom Battle? Uh, I yeah. I don't. I don't. I at least like to where they'd have to report back to him on certain mm -hmm. things, and he'd give like insights of some amount i don't know yeah aj maybe you have more i from what that. i understand like miyamoto just across the board uh with stuff like that like when they when they go into new uh relationships with people that haven't worked with mario basically third parties uh miyamoto has like say so on like i don't think mario would do this mario and move like that blah blah blah, so on and so right, forth right. um so i i think he was a lot more involved in that game than he even was say mario odyssey you know um right but outside of that he's a what i think his his title is like uh what is it? Creative yeah, creative fellow. Like I knew it was something fellow. Um, one of those creative fellows. <laughs> which just seems like a creative director sort of thing, where it's like everything yeah. passes his desk, but he's not necessarily like micromanaging everything. It's just like he has to, on some level, okay, the Nintendo produced video games uh -huh. and yeah, yeah. other properties. Just as an aside, how is it that fellow as a word either sounds really fancy or really not yeah, fancy? goofy? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's there's no in between for that. But that's, you know, that is that's a fact. <laughs> Sorry, but Cheesy, you were going to say something, I think. Uh, I was just going to say, like, I, it makes me excited for the Mario movie. Like, I know a lot of people are scared for it. I don't think that it's going to be, like, the greatest thing, mm -hmm. but I mm -hmm. do think that it's going to be enjoyable. And um, it seems like maybe they just have a little more confidence with uh, partnering with uh, Illumination and seeing how the the process works. And like you were saying, they just kind of want to do it on their own now. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. there there was like a rumor of a Donkey Kong movie too, right? Yeah. It was like... With Seth Rogen? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a spinoff sort yeah. of situation of this current Mario movie universe thing. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it either way. And then whatever shorts they do, or if they want to make a Splatoon anime, I would be thrilled with that. Yeah. But yeah. So on that note, kind of like moving into the more, you know, creative side of this conversation, what are some things like some specific ideas if we had to pitch something to Nintendo? Um, what's some things that we would come up with for whether it's you know specifically in line with pikmin shorts and similar or just like branching out even further from that um what's some of our dream projects for this 
I think it should be multi-tiered. Um, I think they, on on some level, they should just have some stuff that just doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, matter. It's just like, here's this fun little animation thing. We're throwing up on you. Think Pokemon. You know, like, like Pokemon uh, does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like with exactly. The, the scraggy one or whatever. Right. Those are super fun. Pokemon. But then also on the other end of the spectrum, they very much should, like, have, like, Marvel level, like, phases, Smash Brothers tie-ins with freaking like they're like sonic is already like the director for sonic is already talking about he would want to do a smash brothers movie so like i think that especially if a lot of video game studios that are like represented in nintendo's like universe um are mm. interested in that there's a lot of potential there to like establish these like universes as their own thing but then also be able to build into them crossing over with each other and and stuff like that yeah. Um, I think that that would be sick. I mean, I can envision a world, honestly, just on that front, where video game movies kind of become the new superhero movie to some degree. Not mm-hmm. in the sense of like just their, you know, super popular popularity or whatever. Right. Um, but at least in their ubiquity, just mm-hmm. that, like there could easily be a lot of that. I mean, like they're talking about, or there's going to be a Last of Us TV show, and uh, there's. A, I don't know some other things that I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I could just I could see that happening pretty easily, especially if kind of some people start getting better ideas of how to do that. I mean, it took honestly for superhero movies even it took until I think Blade was the first one that's kind of credited with like getting making it like a thing yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. and then after that, Spider Man and X Men kind of like you know were the were the big ones. Yeah, um, and there's pretty big gaps there's between all of that stuff. For, like, forever yep. you know like it, they've just been bad for a long time mm. i mean they were cheesy was hey. a <laughs> bad yeah. we can say bad <laughs> they were <Yeah>. bad <laughs> um but yeah no i i mean i'm totally with you i think it would be really fun to see a lot of that stuff and agreed again like i think i don't want them to have to limit themselves too much because i think like the pikmin shorts are great but there's only a limited amount of I guess people bought those, right? Like for a dollar or two on the Wii U or something like that. I don't think so. Is that how that I'm works? pretty sure on 3DS it was just you just downloaded it. You just downloaded I don't remember it. paying for it. So, <laughs> so like I I would like there to be, you know, for it to be sustainable, whatever it is, you know, for them to monetize it however they need to, whether it be with a service, whether it be like an extra tier in the Nintendo Switch Online or something like that. I mean, not specifically that, but something. Um and so that we can get cooler stuff you know yeah um, i think the monetizing it is super easy honestly yeah it just depends on how committed and like involved they want to be with that right because if they want to go full bore and and like make the most money it's make your own service streaming yeah. whatever and combine it with like mm-hmm. your already existing like nintendo switch online stuff and then you know like tear it out um but they could also go the sony route and then just partner with like netflix and say like or or, or other studio and they honestly if they want to be like if they want to make the the most money with the least amount of involvement <laughs> it will be annoying for everybody but like they could do exclusive exclusivity deals with specific properties mario oh mario movies go to netflix for x amount of time or whatever zelda goes to freaking amazon prime or whatever you know like those are multi-billion dollar like deal level you know like propositions um so like it it would be easy for them to make a lot of money off of this that i don't think is the the problem 
Um, they just have to make sure that the movies are good so that those yep. deals have weight. <laughs> or not necessarily good, but like uh, <laughs> they, they need to be something that people want to watch in mass. That can that can be serviceable or even terrible, um, but just something that people want to watch. Yeah, cheesy. You mentioned a Splatoon anime. Is that what you suggested? Yeah. What would that look like to mm. you? Oh man, I just think that it could be so colorful and fast paced because that's how the game is already. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like the weird part about all these like video game, uh, like movies or shorts, and especially with Nintendo we never really hear them speak like full sentences or Mm -hmm. maybe they don't Mm -hmm. speak at all. Yeah. So you have to figure out how are you going to make the story work or are you just going to get voice actors like they did with, um, with the Mario movie Mm -hmm. and just, we all just have to, you know, believe it for the, the next couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny too, how quickly we end up adjusting to that kind of thing. Well, not all of it. Like I <laughs> love Let me Charles Martinet, but like I'm I'm glad that he <laughs> that he's not doing the voice for Mario <laughs> for a whole movie because that would be hard True. <laughs> to listen yeah. to. And I think it hurts his throat as Sorry, well. Sorry, you're gonna say? Um, oh, I believe it. I yeah. was just gonna say I am completely on board with Charlie Day as Luigi. Yeah, like that yeah, to 100%. me is the greatest <laughs> casting. Mm. Like it's, it's, so it's you just see it. And he has yeah. said that he wants to make a Luigi's Mansion movie. Like, I kind of want that oh, more man. than I want the Mario movie. Oh, totally yeah, agree. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, Mostly yeah. because I, I mean, can see him doing a good job than I can see Chris Pratt doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, What was I saying? Um, yeah, voices. So I feel like in the same way that, like, when I saw the trailer for Detective Pikachu and I remember seeing Psyduck and seeing Clefairy or yeah, it was, no, it was Jigglypuff. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadak and Jigglypuff in the trailer and being like, Ooh, those are rough. I don't want to look at those. And like Jigglypuff, you don't see very long. So like, you know, it is what it is. It still was a little bit weird in the movie, but Sadak specifically, I remember seeing in the trailer being worried, then watching the movie. And after literally like five, two minutes of seeing Sadak doing things, it just like, I was like, yep, that's Sadak. Like yeah. nothing about that's weird or anything. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's some degree to where, 99% of the time that ends up still being the case, probably even with voices and all. Um, yeah. The one that's still weird is, is Mario and that whole situation. Yeah. And, but I feel like link, you know, is the, the stereotypical, he's, he's a mute protagonist that, you know, never talks, blah, blah, blah. But he also like has the same, you know, the look of so many other characters, fictional characters that do have voices that i feel like as soon as you put a voice on him that sounds kind of like the voice from ocarina of time and forward you know i feel like it would probably work i don't even necessarily think that they have to make him talk like that's what i was gonna say yeah you could the storytelling is more than just speaking (laughs) you know like they they, they, (laughs) yeah there definitely needs to be other characters around him that speak and i think that they've already proven that that can happen and not be weird like i think everybody but link can talk and it's fine um but and i mean to your point like i don't necessarily think that link doesn't like can't talk or whatever but i think that like that question doesn't even have to be like i don't get over it you know like if it if it seems weird (laughs) even to them throughout 
um then just don't do it and write the story around that you know yeah no yeah yeah for i sure. mean i think it's a more compelling story and it's more of a challenge to mm. to write that story um like think of like mad max fury road like mm -hmm. he barely talks at all but yet you're still really engaged in what is going on and you know they they say in in screenwriting show don't tell mm -hmm. which that's a lot of the opposite today they they tell everything yeah you know you're sitting there yeah. like yeah no i know i know what's happening in the movie you don't have to tell me but uh yeah I or like in Willy's Wonderland. I don't know if anybody's seen that. We we watched it with some friends and uh, it's Nick Cage uh -huh. in it's like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of situation. Um, but he is like beating up these demonic robot things that are from a, you know, Chuck E. Cheese, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing. Uh -huh. And he doesn't say a word the whole movie. And the whole time we were placing bets like two minutes into it. You're like, oh, he hasn't said anything. And about 10 minutes into it, you're like, OK, he really hasn't said anything. <laughs> And I was like, he's going to say one word all the way at the end. And yeah. he said none words. The whole movie <laughs> was the, the silliest thing. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Super off topic. But it was. <laughs> that, <laughs> but yeah, I think you're totally right, though. Like, it's, it is fun to work around restrictions mm -hmm. like that. And I feel like in a game, you don't really have to work around those restrictions because it's just like that's how it is i mean specifically for the protagonist not speaking thing that's mm -hmm. just like that's kind of the standard but um yeah doing that in in uh like movie form or script form is can make for some really interesting stuff as well yeah yeah i i also think that like people overthink the amount of like talking that should happen in a movie because like mm -hmm. a lot of movies mm -hmm. a lot of times characters talk too much like think about yeah how much you I mean, like, actually really? talk in a day <laughs> like think about how many <laughs> words you say you know like it's, it's yeah. usually like more if you do something like this you know like where you mm -hmm. talk for a living um but like there's there's a lot of time where things can happen and you don't have to be freaking saying a soliloquy you know like <laughs> so i, I yeah. sometimes those are the best moments too is when a character mm. is just in silence and mm. they're like pondering you know what's going on and I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it, it's uh, great that they're going in the animation route mm -hmm. versus the live action because there's just so yeah. much more that you can do with animation. And I think we've seen that with like Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, it's a better show <laughs> than it is a movie. Yeah. I, I beg to differ. I think. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. We watched about like, we were, honestly, we were like, you know, how bad could it be? And my wife and I watched it like a, a couple of years ago. We got about 15 minutes through and I'm like, no, like this is too painful. It's just, it's just yeah. bland and bad. But the thing I am curious about, so there's, you know, I think hopefully this means the thing that we think it means and that they'll make some cool CG things. Um, the other side of that is like this is specifically you know seems to be a more kind of cg type um or motion capture whatever mm -hmm. uh company and i don't necessarily want a zelda cg thing i do like i think it would be great for well know, they had like like i said they had the the um ace attorney anime like yeah. there's anime stuff so on but there. they it looks like for that they did vr something for it so mm. like it has a little thing at the bottom right that says what they did on the thing oh, okay. so i'm curious i mean it could be also that they you know like it's a studio they can just hire animators as well to do 
to do more anime kind of stuff. So the the two directions, like I hope that with this or with another studio or whatever, that in addition to CG stuff, they also do. Because I think like Pikmin, the way they did it, that was perfect. Mm. And like there are other properties that fit that perfectly, um, like the Pixar kind of style or whatever. And then there's other studios. I mean, there's other properties that would fit better with an anime style or, you know, something else. And then on the complete opposite side, what I hope this isn't a little bit is, uh, again, this studio does seem to do a decent amount of VR stuff. And I hope they're not buying them specifically for VR mm. as opposed to what it seems like they would be, which is like the, you know, movies. I mean, them renaming like it to Nintendo Pictures seems you're like... Right. Yeah, like... You're right. That's... You're 100% right. I take back what I said. I'm not worried anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, all things considered, I think this can be really, really neat. Um, I think my my top wish list would be, I mean, it's, it's easy, but a Zelda anime... Um, I was honestly like a Fire Emblem anime too, in the style of all the cutscenes in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Like those were gorgeous, like just so good. And if we can the have thing a show is like they could kind of make stuff, that, like the, a CG totally. studio could make that. <laughs> okay, shaders. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm like, down. That's, that's a, true. It's a 3D yeah, game, yeah. you know. Yep. So. So yeah, and uh, past that, I don't know. I just like swords, I guess. So you know, some of those ones, um, Xenoblade, be fun too. <laughs> oh, you just true. You are like a, a high fantasy fan. You, you just want you just want them to make a whole bunch of freaking Lord of the Rings clones and stuff. <laughs> yeah, as if they have swords and pointy ears, you know, probably pretty happy. <laughs> I will say, I wouldn't like. I know a lot of people, uh, gamers. I should specify. Mm-hmm. Um, are like are averse to and we talked about it a little bit with like avatar um to like just the idea of like live action anything but i think some of their properties mm. could work i think samus like metroid could work yeah. in live action um i mean with a lot of CG, it had to be a 250 you know. million dollar movie um <laughs> but it could work <laughs> mm-hmm that i've always thought like how do you make that work and they, the complete opposite end of this yeah mm-hmm in what regards? Like uh, visually or like in terms of storytelling? Storytelling, because with the Metroid games, she is finding all of her abilities as she's like going along the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess like you just happen to come across all of these. I, maybe like the script just kind of writes itself that way where it's just, you know, oh, she'll find this uh, ability uh, <laughs> yeah. in the second act and, you know, exactly we'll go from there. That's yeah. that's that's how I would do it. You know, like you heroes yeah. journey it out and you say, OK, where did she find this and that and that and that, you know, and like you, you do it like that. I think that honestly, like a Metroidvania is the most like conducive to a traditional story just yeah. in general mm-hmm. um so i think that that would be pretty straightforward and like you know freaking yeah. brie larson has been like campaigning to to be samus for a long time so mm-hmm. be a natural fit i think i have one uh actress that i just think would do a really great job um zoe saldana i mean mm-hmm. she's like really into mm-hmm. the sci-fi films and mm-hmm. she you know has all this fight choreography like i think she could pull it off i'd be yeah. super down for that and i'd also dread the discourse but <laughs> let me let me also add to that i'm here for it man i yeah, like totally. the discourse annoys me but like 
also uh-huh. i want i love when when gamers that are toxic like that don't get what they want that's my favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest too it's not even just gamers. like there was a trailer for the lord of the rings show and people are still Ooh, mad yeah. that they're like there's people that aren't white in like this isn't even like this specific character that you know because like samus has looked a pretty specific way most of the mm-hmm. time and like they can switch it up because it's a fictional person yeah exactly she's made up um, <laughs> like, yeah like they can just do it but um but that like you know i can a little bit more understand that that somebody would say like oh that that's not what she looks like but then there's people for like lord of the rings that are like there's not black people in middle earth i'm like middle earth is a is a very made up place and it's a place that i think is cool and awesome but would be better with black people also in it. Like if I'm being honest. So, oh, it's yeah. So silly. I, the thing is like, it, then it becomes this whole rabbit hole of like, we should just have a white Panther. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, it's like there's a, there's a difference between like a character being something like a specific race or a species right. or whatever it is. Um, because of like who they are, you know, like if it's very like mm-hmm. black Panther, for instance, it's a, it's very rooted in like african culture that story does not work with anything else you know but like oh samus has always been a blonde lady what about the story dictates that (laughs) you know like that's just the 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 stylistic choice that they chose you know like it doesn't it's not inherent or core to any of her values or anything like that um so she could be whatever you know yeah and that's really yeah, the, I'm here for Zoe Saldana doing it. that's yeah. really the guiding light there it's like is whatever this character is race freaking hair color mm-hmm. whatever core to the the character on a storytelling level yes then they gotta be that no then they can be whoever you know yeah mm-hmm and I think, yeah, as far as cheesy to your question of like how to do it, I think, yeah, I think hero story kind of thing. You could also have some of it, you know, because typically you'll get eight to ten abilities throughout a game. And maybe that's too many like points in a movie to to do that. But it a, could be a TV show, in which case each one of those is an episode, which, you know, probably works out pretty well um, or or do a couple of them in a montage sort of thing or you know something like that which was a little bit cheesy but um hey man you know I, be careful how you use that word <laughs> <laughs> a little bit campy yeah there you there go you Courtney, go. there so. it is there it is but um <laughs> well said good point um but yeah i think i think that kind of thing like it at least especially in in all the superhero movies that we watch and all that there's this moment oftentimes of basically like the super saiyan moment where just because they're more you know we just finished miss marvel and mm-hmm. there's just a part in that where she has better powers and is more powerful mm-hmm. because she has more feelings about yeah. having that which is like plot there needs is something you to, to be, be said stronger so right exactly so it's like cool, just do it <laughs> and again you know it's the whole like mom adrenaline lifting car kind of thing mm-hmm. like there's there's basis to it i suppose um but probably even better if you actually did find an ability to do it but yeah i think it would be it would be really interestingly done and also like you know she can talk and she can talk to herself too you know and Mm -hmm. especially since it was based kind of on or inspired by alien at least which Mm -hmm. i haven't seen so i can't really i can't speak to that too much um but that's a movie so i guess there must be something that could make it work as a movie but yeah, it would be fun to see for sure. But with that, I mean, you got to show fear. And, yeah. Uh, oh, totally. Nintendo, I don't know how real they want to get. Because <laughs> there's very, there's like 
close encounters, you know, every time you're playing yeah. a Metroid game. And I think you got to show that with the character. They can't always be mm -hmm. winning. Yeah. yeah. They tried, but yep. that's the thing that's weird about, like, I'm still confused with Metroid Dread, like, how people talk about that game being scary. And, like, how? <laughs> Why are you scared? It's tense. Like, I would agree with it being tense. I don't even feel like it's moments. tense. I'm just... How many enemies have you run into? Because the further you get into it, they get a little bit more tensier. Yo, um, I'm, what I'm going to say is every time I ever see an Emmy, it's the same thing. It's like, And people say similar things about Guardians and, and Breath of the Wild, right? For me, again, it's fight or flight. Like fear to me, like a scary thing is the flight uh, instinct. I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. So like in Dread <laughs> and Metroid Dread, it's never been a thing where it's like, oh my God, I'm scared. I'm like, yo, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let me parry this. I'm trying to parry. I'm going to parry. I'm parrying it. <laughs> you know, it's not like, ah, I need to run yeah. away. It's like, I went to, to murder this thing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So. Yes, Alec. Tense here, indeed. Here. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think there's a lot more good ideas, but we should probably move on to some other things. Um, True. But you know what? Last thing is maybe maybe Bayonetta mm. will be a good. Oh uh, uh, yeah, said that without the say in the middle bit. I I'm shooting. Uh, I already switched yeah, to the thing. We're talking are. about new games, yeah. dude. New games. Here's Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Look at that. It's uh, it's here. We finally. Okay, I've I've. I don't know that I'm going to make this video anymore at some point, but like at some point I thought about making a video that's like top 10 longest waits for switch games, like from reveal to release. Um, number one, obviously still Metroid prime four. Cause who's to say when that, yeah, it's still out. not a thing, but being out of three easily second slot for now. Um, and here it is. It's finally coming the day before my birthday. So good Yo, job. Buddy. W. Happy early birthday. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, was uh, I don't know. Give, give some thoughts, y'all, if you have any. Um, I'm down for this. I tweeted this announcement, and I was like, "Yo, it, it's a W when announcements that can be tweets are tweets. Like, not everything <laughs> needs to yeah. freaking be a, a presentation." <laughs> um, so I was happy about that. It's like we know this game exists. You have reannounced this game d d multiple times. Just give us the date, <laughs> um, and they did that. Mm -hmm. So that part was cool. Outside of that. I played the first two video games um, more than once because I played uh, one and two on the Wii U um, and then I played one and two again on the Switch. So I am down to play this game. Um, I just freaking I don't know. I mean, I might stream it. Seems like a game that would be fun to stream. Mm -hmm. Cheesy, have you played Bayonetta at all? I haven't. I really know nothing about Bayonetta. My first like introduction to Bayonetta was actually Smash Four when she oh, got no. introduced to the to the roster. Um, but I know that she uses guns and she's kind of violent, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and that she's a witch. Yep. But it makes me wonder, like, she fights with her hair. She... That is also her clothes. Yeah, you know, like I just don't know. <laughs> Did she ever watch like Hocus Pocus or <laughs> Halloween Town? Because. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm remembering witches <laughs> differently, but yeah, I think you're wrong and she's right. She would know she's a witch. Come on. Yeah. She's yeah, definitely right. a witch for sure. <laughs> yeah. She's not like a broomstick riding, like freaking cauldron, green, uh, long, warty nose kind of witch. But she's like, a, <laughs> she's like a, she's like a Sabrina witch sort of situation. Okay. Except with like kung fu and stuff, like she punches people and stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. You're saying Sabrina doesn't know Kung Fu? <laughs> I know. I mean, she probably knows Kung Fu. I mean. <laughs> I mean, probably. But yeah, no, I, honestly, Cheesy, yeah, I haven't played any of the Bayonettas either. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm definitely intrigued. Honestly, I was going to, AJ, I was going to download Bayonetta 1 off your profile yesterday and play, but it was the same time you were streaming. So I was like, oh, I'll just do it some other time. Mm-hmm. But I, I might go ahead and try to give it a go because I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things and that it's really good. And honestly, the fact that it has the... I know it's silly, but the... And they even made fun of it themselves yeah. with the naive angel mode yep. thing. It's like, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I'm I'm here for that just because, like, that's easier for, like it said, you know, living room play and yep. otherwise. Like, that's... It's just nice to have that option. You know, that was one of the frustrating things with, again, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was like, man, just... It's got cleavage galore and then some. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, not having that just makes it easier, I guess, and more approachable to a lot of people. I don't even know, like, I because when this game initially came out, I was not streaming. So I don't know, like, how they handled that anyway. Like, would they take you down <laughs> for playing the game? I don't know. I mean, because it doesn't have any actual nudity, right? I mean, it has nudity, it's... but it's, like, obscured nudity okay yeah because because like i don't know you can see it <laughs> like, but it's kind of, and like smash brothers does a similar thing already with her right where mm-hmm. like she does the uh the whole um like her attack with her hair situation in smash but she has like clothes under that kind of mm-hmm. in smash or it's like just so much like area of effect to the attack um that like you can't yeah. really see it in smash mm-hmm. this mode is just really funny to me because i i grew up in a, a christian neighborhood and so like i would go to my friend's house that was just like just down the street mm-hmm. and uh anytime we would watch a movie they they had this like special box that would like censor yeah it would like censor out any cuss word so it would Mm. if it was about to say a cuss word it would say poop or something (laughs) like that (laughs) and it it just is uh one of those things it's like it's good that you have this option but it also seems like it's taking away from the uh Uh the artist and what they you know wanted the character to be um it's good to have options that's you know that's it yeah. Um, yep. I'm down. I'll play it. Um, nice. and, and I'll feel safer to play it with this mode. <laughs> <laughs> On stream, anyway. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I really don't care outside of stream. But. The, um, yeah, go ahead. Was that for um, just Bayonetta 1? Or is it for Bayonetta 3? No, it's it's Bayonetta for 3. Bayonetta 3. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. They don't have so I think it. One and two in, in, yeah, they don't have it in the, in those games. Gotcha. But I do. I think yeah. The tweet that came along with it was really funny. Um, <laughs> the Platinum Gate said, "Relax. The witch is back and sexier than ever. We've added the revolutionary na- naive angel mode to Bayonetta three, so people, so more people can fully enjoy it. Um, by turning it on, you can play in the living room without having to worry about what's on screen. We think. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I just. It's just a, a fun. I want if yeah, so. I mean, is it just for stuff like that, or is it like? Is it also? Does that also include like gore? 
Because it's like that's that's, like, a, that's like a very like American thing where it's like oh you can mm-hmm. you can't see a nipple but like you can see a character get like eviscerated on on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> I I bet that it's just for that. Yeah, I bet it because otherwise they probably would have showed that. May I mean maybe it's like a Tony Hawk kind of thing where I think a Tony Hawk you can do this where like you can turn on or off the blood if you like fall and maybe not in Tony Hawk but like Mortal Kombat or something you know, um, but. I'd, I'd kind of be surprised based on the way they marketed it. So we'll see. But honestly, like, I feel like this has a good chance of being at least in the game of game of the year conversation mm-hmm. at the end of the year too. So like, that'll be, you know, I, I, to be honest, it's also just, it's fun for Nintendo to get to have a lot of variety in terms of the kinds of games that are on there and like appealing to all sorts of kinds of gamers. And this is, this is a side that like there are, aren't as many things that are, you know, Nintendo first party that kind of appeal to the more, I don't know, mature audience or yeah, something. So, that's true. Again, I, feel like, nice. I feel like generally they're probably the best at variety in terms of gameplay. Um, yeah. But tone mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like, cause if you look at a, a Xbox or PlayStation press conference, if it's Xbox, you're going to see a lot of shooters. If it's PlayStation, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of third-person act- uh, like action games. Um, for Nintendo, it's like you, you get a Kirby game, or you can get Smash Brothers, or you can get Fire Emblem, or you can you know like there, there's a lot of different like genres and tones that they hit. They just don't really go in the like more adult side if we're think if we're talking about theming um, in that way. But speaking of games like Kirby, there's a there's a game that's Kirby that's coming out. That's a fact. Kirby Dream Buffet. True, true, true. Is coming out, you know, like really soon, uh, probably. It said summer 2022, and it is currently summer 2022. That's so we've true. got about two months. They got a ticking time bomb, man. Uh huh. It could be September because when Splatoon's coming out, and that was that's summer true. 2022. Not wrong. True, 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 true. Honestly, but I feel like for Nintendo, well. they were just kind of late. <laughs> Granted, they like with months and <laughs> months and stuff like that. They are like very weird with like what they call what. But usually, I feel like Nintendo yeah. call, like calls September like fall. Like that's fall time period for Nintendo generally. But yeah, this yeah. is freaking Kirby's just Wall, ex- guys. Exception of Splatoon, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I guess especially with Splatoon, they originally had said summer when it was supposed to be to what we understand and then July. they moved it to like and second quarter like, or like still, second half or whatever still summer <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean this looks this looks awesome for what it's worth i watched the trailer with my wife and we're down to play it has uh it's low it's four player co-op or four player versus and there's online or local and stuff so the questions about this are kind of like it's been compared to fall guys mm-hmm. definitely here and there mm-hmm. um i am curious is this a free to play or not free to play and b mm, i don't know what else you know that kind of thing like what are we expecting out of this game i don't First know off, if i'm it, wondering if it, go for it go, go ahead aj no go for it go for it i call it, it cheesy it, go for it <laughs> if it's uh if it's even going to be like fall guys because it seems like it doesn't matter who crosses the finish line first it's about who gets mm. the most strawberries and who is the biggest right am i did i get that it right? does at, it does at look at like least that in one of the for, games for the yeah the game that they showed case. right 
I I would counter that with saying Fall Guys like the games aren't always like uh who gets to where first. It is a, a objective based sometimes too. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I think true. the 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 only difference between this at least from what we're seeing um and a game like Fall Guys is just scope. Like Fall Guys is yeah. 60 players and this is four players. Um yeah. But I mean, even out, like even with that, right? Like you see, like out the gate, it's a four-player game, but they have like more than four waddle. Like there's waddle dees and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That it looks like there's like at least like ten characters on the screen. Um, yeah. So it it gives me like heavy Fall Guys vibes personally. The big question that I have, yeah, a is it free to play, and then b, I think it is there random matchmaking? Because if so, mm-hmm. that's the thing that will or won't determine to me if it is kind of in the Fall Guys kind of vibe, which is that, you know, open it up, play it for a couple minutes against whoever you're playing against, and then you're done. And that's, you know. Um, or you can pick to play with specific people, like, you know, we did community or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and they go from there. So I think if, and hopefully they do have that, just like, you know, random matchmaking and stuff, because I think that's the thing that'll enable this to succeed well beyond just you know playing local or multi or online multiplayer but with specific you know friends and that kind of stuff from this from what we've seen of this game so far i don't know how they could possibly justify free to play um because like fall guys it Mm. it works free to play because there's like a whole lot of customization for your character and stuff um, but in this game, they didn't show any signs of any type of customization. I feel like if it's a free-to-play game, yeah. they want to come out the gate with, not necessarily saying that it's free-to-play, but like come out the gate with some sort of messaging that's like, yo, you can, it, there's depth to like the, the character mm-hmm. that you can, like, and customization and stuff like that, right? Um, Good point. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like this might just be like a $20 game um they there's like yeah. a like i'd say max like five different modes like and by modes <laughs> i mean like game types and then it it comes out and they're done with it i i can't see this being like a free-to-play like thing that they like maintain and update and add new things to with the exception of i'll say if it's on if they're like really trying to push nso and yeah. this is on the expansion true. pack for true, free. True, true, true. In addition to, you can buy for twenty bucks, or it's on the expansion pack for free. I could, I could. If see it's that on the expansion pass, totally right. I would be shocked if it's twenty bucks. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like they usually try to like price it around the, the like the 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 main release where it's like it feels like ah, I might as well just get the expansion pass, you know. And twenty dollars, I don't mm-hmm. think is is high enough for that for for a game, you know. Interesting. Yeah. I think that uh, free-to-play for Nintendo, it just doesn't doesn't seem right, especially when yeah. you think about, like, yeah, Nintendo's for everyone, but at its core, like, they do try to make it for kids, or at least, you know, like, that's mm-hmm. that's their, their target. I guess. Yeah, they, they want to at least... Kids, they, like, family-friendly They want to be approachable right? to everybody, and if you start from kids, it's approachable to everybody. Um, so yeah, I agree. And yeah, and then Nintendo probably doesn't want to hear about kids stealing their parents' credit card mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you know getting these these items. But there is a Waddle Dee that has like a bit of uh, whipped cream on their head, mm. and none of the other Waddle Dees do. So maybe that's like a little bit of 
customization or a sign of it. Yeah. Um, um, and honestly, so the the starting point that I have, and I yeah, I see what you're talking about now. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm the, going back in the in the the reference points for the free to play thing is actually to me a. Uh, the Kirby Super Clash or Super Super Kirby Clash or something like that that came out in like 2019, I want to say, maybe, um, which is free to play and like has, I mean, just straight up has microtransactions in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it was ever particularly popular, <laughs> like all things considered. And especially it was, you know, in the wake of Kirby Star Allies, which kind of is a thing of its own. But I think like Kirby definitely has a lot more attention now after the kirby and the forgotten lands which is good because that game is great and um but yeah i think i would generally agree that like i nintendo doesn't want to be at the center of that kind of stuff but i mean then again i guess think about their mobile games like some of those are not not predatory but definitely have the option in a bunch of them to spend a lot of money if you want to i'd Um, say with mobile games it's kind of different because there's the assumed yeah. barrier to entry that is like, you probably shouldn't give your eight-year-old a phone. Um, but with like Switch, yeah. it's like your eight-year-old probably has a Switch, <laughs> you know? Like, so I, I feel like that that's kind of the like assumed thing yeah. there. Well, like obviously there's a lot of eight-year-olds with phones and iPads and iPod touches rip. Yeah. Um, but there, there's at least some <laughs> level of like separation there where they can be like, you probably shouldn't give him a phone <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's true yeah i'm curious to see what happens with this to be honest because i mean it looks like good fun so i think to me the measure of success for this game is do i have fun playing it with ashley mm-hmm. and if so perfect it's a great game <laughs> <And if> not, <laughs> then i probably won't play it very much um so and i think even if it you know even if it, it isn't free to play having online matchmaking is a, a good win um, yeah. to be able to play with random people. So we'll see. That's true. That's true. Um, but we're not playing that. Well, I'm going to delete this, uh, this last news article that I have, cause it's not really an article. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'm going to put it in Q and a, in case we feel like getting to it. At that okay. Um, that's good because so I took out other news. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. We're not playing Kirby right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are playing some other games, so like, yeah, what games True, we true. That was the segue. We Cheesy, we'll start with you. Are you playing any <laughs> games? What games are you playing? Yeah. I've been playing Fall Guys. Um, I've been, uh, I, I tried the DLC for uh, Cuphead. Yeah. Mm, sick. God, man, that game is <laughs> so good. Like, true. I'm, I'm, I don't rage quit. I'm someone that's <laughs> like, if I make progress, I'm happy, and I know that I can like, beat this level or beat the boss um but there's just like so much that is happening all at once and you got to figure out where this item is is being thrown at you and and how is this being activated and i i just love every single detail of that game Mm -hmm. um it's frustrating but it's it's still it's like enjoyable at the same time right for me not for everyone, for me. I definitely feel like Cuphead is like one of those games that like it's designed really well. So like when you die, it does feel like it was your fault. Um, maybe not the first time. Some of the bosses, it's like, oh, I messed up because I didn't know that this the trajectory of this attack did this or whatever. 
um but like after at least like i'd say two to three tries you get the swing of it and you're like okay this is what happens here so i should be dodging here and i should be attacking here and you know um mm -hmm. when you die it's because you messed up which is a that good is the thing that like i feel like a lot of game design has done a good job recently of i mean honestly kind of doing the learning from dark souls in some ways of mm -hmm. the like showing the, your attacks but what's the actual word i'm looking for i don't remember um the, the frame uh, data the hit the hitbox the <laughs> nah something but like basically the the word where it's like you're showing your attack um but like you are like rearing up to it and it's like oh that one's gonna be this attack and oh like anticipation it... sure yeah we'll go with that um telegraphing oh okay there you go there you go secret word i found it that's a fact ding 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 ding. the daily um, double or whatever <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think like bosses doing that is a really really good addition to games and makes it to where like people can do the you know beat this game without ever taking a hit kind of thing mm -hmm. um and like bosses are more enjoyable because eventually you feel mastery over them. And that's just really fun. You know, I mean, it, it could be really, really hard to get to that point, but it's not like fewer bosses feel cheap in a lot yeah. of games than they used to. And uh, that's, you know, that's just really good. That's a fact. Yeah, that's it. Never played Cuphead. I played a tiny little bit of the first one. Um, and, uh, I just wasn't very good at it. And I think the running gun levels, I wasn't particularly good at those, especially um, I didn't really, I don't like I've, I, the couple times that I've tried Mega Man games, I also don't really like Mega Man very much. And I was worried. Oh man. Like Mystery <laughs> Dread was my first. That's messed up. First beat em ups <laughs> now Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, that so is that. an in joke. Um, <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Uh, but I think it's the whole like running and shooting, but not being able to aim and stuff. I was worried with Metroid Dread that I wouldn't, that I might not like it because mm. of the running and shooting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but then you can aim in that one. And so it was perfect. It was great. I loved every minute of that. So, you can aim in uh, Cuphead, kind of. <laughs> kind of, like, yeah. Diagonal, right? Which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it bothers me if there's something that's technically you know right in front again for boss fights i think it's totally fine it's mm -hmm. when the level has like you know there's a 10 percent incline and i'm standing right here and there's something that's yeah. just a little bit further up on that 10 percent incline it's just annoying to for like, what it's worth i don't like platforming and cuphead at all like i i, I think that like the game <laughs> like the game was originally supposed to be a like boss rush sort of situation from uh to my understanding that's what the dlc is and i think that that is when mm -hmm. the game is at its best when you are fighting bosses the yeah. platforming feels cheap um with the boss fights feel uh, well balanced i skipped all the the running guns <laughs> in the in the nice. first story and so to hear that there were no running guns for the dlc like mm. that was like i was in mm -hmm. you know? yep. yeah yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm sure those are a lot of work to do all the running guns as well. And like, if people obviously they should have took them out, they should have used that work to do more it, boss yeah, fights. Like the thing <laughs> that the the thing that the game is really known for is the boss fights and all that. So like, I think that was just really good insight on their part to be like, you know what? Why do we just won't? And mm -hmm. like, I don't. I doubt that anybody. I mean, I'm sure some people are like, oh, man, those are my favorite part or whatever. But those people are people, stupid. I think we're like, all right, cool. 
<laughs> I think honestly, what it means is that we just need to get good at those. Because no, I know for me, I hated them because I was like, oh, this, I'm bad at these. Yeah, for me, yeah. it just it just felt cheap. I don't think I don't think Cup. It it just feels like what it what it ended up being, where it's like the game was not designed for that. They felt like they needed it to to sell it, um, mm -hmm. to be like, how do we market this? It's not a platformer because it's just a boss rush thing, and that's not really a thing that people buy. Um, and it mm -hmm. like to me showed it showed that they did not have the foresight to like know how to design that and make it feel good. Um, like the, mm -hmm. the boss fights feel good. They're hard for sure, obviously. Um, but it feels like again like a a, a, a fair sort of hard. Um, the platforming yeah. stages don't really feel like that. It feels more like a, a Sonic platformer in that way where it's like the the game expects you to lose at the game to get good at the game um and i think that uh -huh. the the bosses feel that way but they're not actually that way like you can look at how the boss does what the boss does and just stay in like a safe position and like play defensively and win just because just off of like visual information um but like a lot of times in the platforming stages you have to die to know like oh okay i'll die there mm -hmm. i am a yeah, if it was more like uh, Celeste. Maybe, yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's a extreme platformer game, but mm -hmm. kind of the point of it is like you are going to die. Now just <laughs> figure it out a different way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and learn, it's learn from your mistakes. It's gracious with its checkpoints and stuff too, which is nice. You know, or mm -hmm. at least yeah, even in even in some of the boss bits, like there's one. Um, I think if I remember right, even the like the third you're talking about Celeste world, specifically, right? Celeste, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, the third world, the one at the hotel or whatever, oh, and the yeah. kind of like boss fight-ish bit where you're, you know, um, running away from the guy. Yep. Even that has checkpoints throughout it, which make it feel like this was really hard, but good job, you did it for that mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. you know, that's not the way real life works, I guess, technically, where like, if, you know, if you learn how to play, if, if you have to play guitar for a song in a live performance, you have to perfect the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're recording it, you can just, you know, yeah. very often I'll like write a bit and I'm like, this bit's kind of hard. And then just like record just that section and try it a couple of times and get it. And then that's it. I just don't perform very much. So it doesn't matter. It's like I, I got it the one time I'm good. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, the video games that do that are it's about having fun. So it's it's fine. You know, yeah, like it's there's there's such a thing as speed running as well because like you there are people that can do all those things without any interruptions without any breaks and it is definitely it is a certain kind of challenge to be able to do a whole thing without making a mistake um but that doesn't mean that that has to be the kind of challenge that everybody wants to do either so i feel mm -hmm. like there's there's a good balance of those things and you know i mean i feel like in the boss fights, especially with them being what they are, it makes more sense to have to make you start all the way from the beginning because there's more of a story being told there too. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know, mm -hmm. all, all these yeah. from but the if little it's more bit of that a story, that's even more annoying because, because then it's like, I already heard this story. <laughs> I did this. I, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, nice. I'm interested to see if uh, some of those characters are going to show up in the Cuphead show. Like, speaking of True. video game shows, mm -hmm. um, that worked mm -hmm. pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Have you watched any of that one? Yeah. It's nice. It's pretty much what you would expect it to be, like an old-timey cartoon. They're 15 mm -hmm. minutes long. Um, mm -hmm. And... Uh, a kind of a, a story along the way, but each episode doesn't need to have a story. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's it's a fun time, just like the the game mm-hmm. and the music and uh, the voice acting actually is pretty good in that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's nice. I gotta check that out. My friend Colton uh, talks about it a decent amount. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm playing some games as well. For example, nice, nice. Um, also Fall Guys a little bit. That one's yeah, that's honestly again. Nice. Ashley plays that more than I do, and then I'll just like some, cheat. Jed, I cheat. Kind of heard about <laughs> cheating. Cheater. Yeah. So she got to the final round earlier while I was making dinner and she's like, it's hexagon. Can you do it for me? And I've never won a hexagon before. Um, and I was just like, I was playing it and I was like on a pretty high, like a medium level, I guess. And I was like, wow, I'm sure somebody's definitely above me. And there was so much space left on this level and just like kind of hopping around, just having a nice time, had lots of clear space. And then everybody else just died. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. That was the easiest hexagon there's ever been. So I was, I was wow. happy to have finally won one of those. But uh, you're yeah, carried by the by the writers. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> carried by everybody else doing pretty bad um but and, you know it's fun you kind of won in two ways because you won hexagon but mm-hmm. then you also won for uh your wife true true so, true, like, true true brownie points brownie there points. right yeah. so exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah That's do i get actual brownies now is that the- no because you cheated so the brownies get taken away uh, <laughs> unfortunately uh, yeah the other, but yeah, other games that I played, there's not like a whole lot to say about each of them, so I'll kind of rapid fire a little bit. Uh, Ocarina of Time, still playing through that a little bit here and there because um, it's fun and I like it. I'm in the Forest Temple, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's I think I'm about done with Forest Temple if I remember right, and then can't remember where I'm supposed to go after that, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. <laughs> so Ocarina of Time. Um, I beat the Live Alive demo, which I don't nice. think I How long it last is that? time, but I, um, not crazy long. Um, it probably, probably one stream. I was about I to say, can I do it in a stream? <laughs> yes. Cause so I'm... what, one thing that's interesting about it is, um, so again, you know, they're all in different settings and stuff. Um, Cheesy, have you played the Live Alive demo or do you know anything about it or? I haven't, but I'm curious. Okay. Does the save data transfer over? It does it? as it should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. So it totally does. And so it's the first. So you know, the game has seven different uh, stories that um, that are like gameplay wise. Like if there is combat in any of them, the combat is the same. Um, like done the same way, even though you know the characters, the kinds of moves you have depending on what character you are those would be different, but like the actual way that it does turn-based combat is the same. Um, but yeah, so seven different stories. And in the demo, you play the first chapter from three of those. And um, two of them feel like more standard a little bit. Like one of them feels particularly kind of standard JRPG affair. Um, the And then I'm not going to, I don't, I don't want to spoil things for anybody. If they like, I know Alec, for example, hasn't, Play the demo and is waiting for it to come out so i'm just mm. gonna kind of stay away from it um but one of these i thought it was maybe just in the demo but then come to find out listening to nvc this week that it's the whole this story doesn't have any combat in one of the storylines mm. and that was really surprising to me and like so i'm curious 
what that looks like for the rest of it. Cause like I was kind of waiting for the first time the combat would happen and it just didn't. <laughs> and so I was like, this could happen later or whatever. So like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to make that work in an interesting way, but like it's, it is once I know that it makes the things that I was doing feel interesting. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, these are the, the things that I was doing. So like you're, whatever it's it's the far future one you're a little robot guy and there's like people on a ship and it's based on i think kind of like alien and um sort of like 2001 space odyssey sort of thing Hmm. um so you're this little robot and like some of the things you're doing is just like talking to the various characters and making them some coffee and stuff which feels like a non thing to do but um (laughs) i don't know it's just it's interesting so i'm curious to see where that one goes now knowing that there is you know, it's kind of like if you hear that Wally has no dialogue for a while, suddenly you're like more interested to see like, okay, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what this feels like in the context of a JRPG. So all that said, Live Lab demo, it's good old fun. And the last thing is just a little bit further in Dark Dawn, done with the tutorial bit now. Um, and now it just feels like a regular old, you know, the golden sun that I wanted it to be. So oh, true. I was that. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> further in is, what is golden sun dark dawn oh, okay yeah, yeah. you, you, you so, mentioned this the, is the... in the in the nerd way it was like short it was like I shorthand <laughs> and i'm like i don't know what that means <laughs> so yeah for those who don't know so it's yeah golden sun made a video about it this week AJ True. edited it thank you aj that's a fact and uh everybody go watch it if you want to um but i hadn't ever played the third entry which is on the ds came out in 2010 and i bought it at some point and started playing it and it's fun. But yeah, last week I was saying like tutorials kind of, I mean, the beginning is kind of tutorially a bit handholdy mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but I, you know, once you get past that point, it seems like from here on out, it'll be more not that, mm, which is nice. That's good. So, yeah. That's a go. W. All right. My turn. That's all the games I'm playing. I yep. played Pokemon. I did Nuzlocke. Uh, it was tragic uh, for for many times. Um, so this yeah. this week specifically, um, I did. I'm pretty sure on Monday I did the the last two gyms. That was the day I did that, or maybe that was I don't remember. I did the last two gyms in one stream, and then the next stream I went to the uh, the Pokemon League and I did the first like half of the Pokemon League, and then I freaking fought um olina and and all that crap right i hate her she's terrible she didn't kill anybody Eternatus though freaking wrecked me like i thought that i was gonna lose like it it was rough i was like yo i don't have a single pokemon that could do anything to this thing so i just had to chip away at it and after that i was left with two pokemon it was at the end of that Eternatus and uh uh bug bacon (laughs) who's my um Freaking, what is that? Senescorch. Those were my only two Pokemon. Oh. So I had to rebuild. Yeah. I had the, the I got I had another encounter in the wild area. I had to go to the DLC and get the get the starter Pokemon and the first Pokemon that I ran into in that little like wild area uh-huh. situation. And then the the slow poke that they give you. Um, then gotcha. after yeah. I did that and I did the, the for for most of the stream I did raids with viewers and we built up the team to be roughly in the level 60s some Pokemon were a little bit under that because I was like I don't want to spend the whole stream doing this the stream went a little longer yeah. than usual so it's like I don't want to take it mm-hmm. and make it even lo- more longer um, so I went to Leon and I wrecked him it, he freaking it, it wasn't even see bob died nice. i had I had a lichen rock or yeah it was a, it was a midnight lichen rock named bob wolf 
like dog bark bark <laughs> um and and i was like this is what's probably going to happen i'm going to go into this i'm setting up stealth rock because i want to kill charizard as easily as possible he's probably going to die mm. that's what happened he died um but then mm. I had, I had like a short little hiccup where I was like, oh, I'm freaking switching the, uh, my Jangmo O, whose name is Boba Fett, because in the last Nuzlocke, <laughs> that was a failed attempt. That was Jango Fett. So the, 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 the new Jangmo O nice. is Boba Fett. Um, I switched into him, but I forgot I gave him Choice Scarf. So I was like, oh, I can't freaking do this because I was going to Dragon Dance and then set up and then wreck his whole team. What does Choice Scarf do? Uh, it, uh, so the primary thing that was the problem is it locks you into the, the attack that you do, the one attack that you do. So I did Dragon Dance. The only attack oh. I could do is Dragon Dance. But the core benefit ah. of it is, like, the reason why you would do it on a Pokemon is that it ups your speed. Um, but mm, gotcha. Dragon Dance, it doesn't help because I can only do Dragon Dance. So I can't use the benefits of Dragon Dance if I have the choice card. So I had to switch out, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be touch and go. Because, like, switching out in the Nuzlocke is terrifying. Because, like, you switch into a Pokemon, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're just, like, losing resources and, and Pokemon health and maybe their lives trying to get in a, in a favorable <laughs> position where you can attack and not be attacked. Um, but mm -hmm. that ended up working out, and then I switched into Blastoise because he was going to tank whatever the attack is. I don't remember what the Pokemon was, but I was just pretty confident that Blastoise could have tanked, and uh, Blastoise's name was Bev Cannon. So, Cheesy, we had this whole thing yes. where there, there's the Bev family. There, there, it was originally Bev Boy. Bev Boy died. Bev Boy was my Sobble. And then I got another Bev Boy that was, uh, I think Bev Boy, the, the second Bev Boy was, um, yeah. what is this Pokemon's name? The fossil dragon thing. Um, 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 mm, Dracovish? Yes, that Pokemon. That was the second Bev Boy. That Bev Boy also died. Um, and then I got Bev Girl. And then that Bev girl died. And then I got another Bev girl this run, and she also died. Um, but Bev this Cannon. family, man. Yeah, all the Bevs, man. They're, they're doomed. They're doomed to die, it turns out. Um, except for Bev Cannon. Bev Cannon freaking carry, dude. Because I was like, yo, like, I, I taught Bev Cannon, who's a Blastoise. Um, I, I taught him Shell Smash. And I was like, this is, this is hit or miss. Because again, in a Nuzlocke, it is very risky to put yourself in a in a disadvantageous defensive position. And Shell Smash lowers your defense. I think it like cuts it in half, even. Um, but it doubles mm. your attack and your speed um, and your special attack. So like, yeah, like if I can outspeed his Charizard and uh, his his Haxorus was the main things that i was worried about i'm sweeping this whole freaking team just with blastoise um and that's what happened nobody died but bob wolf so we got the w nice. it was very pog very nice um Good so job. so that nuzlocke is done and now i'm trying to decide what i want to play next um because i already beat breath of the wild i'm done with that I did that DLC, mm -hmm. um, and I did the Nuzlocke, so there's no more Nuzlocke attempt. People are talking about, the, the people brought up doing Brilliant Diamond, but I don't want to play that game again. I don't want to play the game the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got to figure that out, but I'm going to do the Live Alive demo after that. Beyond that, Smash Brothers. I'm playing Smash Brothers because I always play Smash Brothers. And uh, Smash Brothers is partially the reason why we moved this podcast in the first place, like we talked about, because I want to go to yeah. locals so I can get even better at the video game. And uh, hopefully, 
I, I mean, the best case scenario is I'm already good enough to just walk into this local and win and just get a couple hundred dollars just for playing the video game. But if I'm not nice. already good enough to do that, the goal is to get good at doing that. So it's just free money every week. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But also to, you know, make more friends that are close to me that play this video game that are good at the video game. Because currently my current friends that are good, like close to me are bad at the video game and don't want to play me in the video game because I'm already too good at the video game. Uh, so. <laughs> so hopefully I get friends yeah, that. It's a real catch-22. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. So, yeah. I, so I need to get friends that are, are good at it. So this that was my that's my secondary goal. Uh, I want to farm the people nice. for, for money in the video game and also make more friends <laughs> that are good at it. Um, speaking of that, this is, I'm not currently very playing very JRPG this. of you <laughs> to like, you know, to just grind to get the money and resources to, you know, I don't know, something. Hey, man. Feels fun. Gotta do what I gotta do. Um, th that's the yeah. long con, right? Because, like, if I get very good at the game, right, and I get good enough to, like, go to, like, bigger tournaments, go to mains, I mean, uh, like, majors and win those, that's good for content. We're a Nintendo channel. Smash Bros. is a yes. Nintendo game. <laughs> that helps grow influence. <laughs> um... But no, apart from that, um, so a while ago, there's Multiverses, which is the Warner Brothers Smash Brothers clone that is coming out soon. There's a public beta that is happening later this month. Um, Wood and Jackson, scootish, um, beat-em-ups, <laughs> both of them, uh, they played during the, the, the alpha of this game. Um, and I did not. And I was like, yo, I want to play that game. I like platform fighters. That would be sick. Um, so I, t I presented this idea first. To, I think I mentioned it to Wood first. Um, yeah, I mentioned it to Wood first. Where I was like, yo, me and Bob, because this is a team-based game. That's the whole, like, that's the way that they're setting themselves apart. Um, I was like, me and Bob have never laid hands on this game. We don't even know the buttons. You and Jackson have played this game for, like, this weekend or whatever like they did a sponsored video they played a few times on stream on uh like they co-streamed it and i was like yo but me and bob are a lot better than you guys at smash brothers so like mm -hmm. the 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 whole thing is like we're just going to use our our freaking game sense dude we're just going to game on them um after we at least learn mm -hmm. the buttons and hopefully we win and we're going to I, I don't know what exactly we're going to do like first to five best of three something like that um but bob presented the 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 added stakes of putting a thousand dollars on it so what i'm saying is i'm about to get a free one thousand dollars and it's going to be w <laughs> that's great um so you gotta win that money first by playing smash bros and then hopefully you know don't don't yeah true 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 yeah get the get the one thousand dollars from then the you local. gotta go back to playing smash bros that's yeah. a fact yeah that's true that's true that's true <laughs> but the, the primary plan is I, if i lose i threw like i threw like or bob threw but like it's a game that i can help bob play the game you know like that's the whole thing like i'm going to play bugs bunny and bugs bunny has this attack where he throws a pie and like it's a it's a projectile so it hurts your opponent but also if you're um your partner is in the line of sight of the pie it heals them so like just there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like you can mm. you can do things to to make your um your partner better at the game uh so that that's yeah. also part and he has like a blow in the he like blows a kiss <laughs> and that like gives them like a, a stat boost like it can break shields um so 
that's another part of it. I'm I'm also relying on hopefully because Bob's pretty decent at Smash. You know, like he's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think the thing is like I I know Bob's better than Wood at Smash. I'm pretty confident mm-hmm. that Bob is better at Scootish at Smash. I'm not even sure that Wood has ever taken a stock from me in Smash. And Jackson, like, he's never beaten me. Like, he's taken stocks, but... You know, so, like, I'm pretty confident yeah. that we're good. We're fine. We can do it. Just just off of game knowledge. When did you knowledge. say this happens again? Um, sometime during the, the, uh, the, the beta period. So, it's between the 19th and the 26th. Uh, well, actually, the the open okay. beta, the full open beta starts on the twenty sixth, so it's probably going to be like between the nineteenth and the end of the month. We're just going to pick a day, but some somewhere in that window, and then do the thing. So you'll hear about it when we have a a, a solid date. I'm sure we'll make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Um, so you can watch me freaking rob Jackson and and Wood for a thousand dollars on Twitch TV. Well, that's fun. <laughs> All right, and with that, we come to our last, our final segment. That's a uh, fact. True. We got some questions uh, from Twitter. First up, cheesy. Whoever that is, <laughs> asked, yes. What? What is a Nintendo? Uh, cheesy. Oh. Do you have an answer for this? Uh, this Twitter user. Uh, cheesy. I mean, they have a great name. Mm. Um, <laughs> what is a Nintendo? Well, it goes back. Oh my gosh! What eighteen? Ninety? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Is that right? 1890 yes something something like that (laughs) nintendo is really just kind of whatever you want it to be in the eyes of the beholder i Mm -hmm, think mm -hmm. it means it's uh, the friends we've made along the way yeah luck to heaven (laughs) is that like honestly is that what it it i think that that's like that's that's in contention you know it's like leave luck to heaven or something like that but i don't i don't know if nintendo ever corroborated that yeah. The name Nintendo is commonly assumed to mean leave luck to heaven, but there are no historical records uh, to validate this mm, assumption. Yeah. There you go. So, Look at me. No I know that Nintendo. never do that. <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd played with a Nintendo once, so mm. he probably has some knowledge. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He does. He's got the inside scoop. That's true. He's the leaker. He's the one that keeps, you know. That's it. Yeah, doing he's the, the one that's playing with power. He's the, the source. <laughs> he's the, the source of yeah. all of the leaks. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Does he throw out fake leaks too to like keep people on their toes? Yes. That's, and then so, that's crazy. What man. is a Nintendo though is a loaded question. You know, because mm-hmm. whatever you grew up with, that's probably your Nintendo. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All the, the, the my like... Xbox, my PlayStation, and my Nintendo were all a Nintendo at one point or another. Yeah. I don't know also that I ever remember like my mom. Well. Yeah, like I know because I think so. A game, Game Boy was my first console. So I mean, which you know it's a handheld, but still. Um, so I think a lot of things were a Game Boy, although then a, whatever. But yeah, I'm curious if I feel like my mom probably just said like video games generally. I'm not sure that she ever said like, "Are you going to go play the Nintendo?" But maybe. <laughs> now I'm curious. I mean, I can't find out because you know that's the past. And I mean, you could ask her. Don't have access. You could ask her. Yeah, I could. She might. She might know. You know, because she's her. It's true. 
Good answers. Um, Chris the Butte asks, sorry I've been gone so long. I bought a house. Congratulations. Yo, congrats. That's hype. <laughs> also, I would love to hear your ideas for a Stranger Things video game on the Switch. Any art style, any genre, it's your choice. I'm currently watching Stranger Things, if you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Jeezy, this game called Earthbound. Um, that's, what, that's what they should do. <laughs> Me, somebody that has never seen a single second of Stranger Things. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, I have watched Stranger Things. And when I saw this question on Twitter, I kind of got my mind reeling a little bit. I don't know what the the style of it would be, but I think especially with this current season, Mm -hmm. I think you could do something like how you rotate characters in uh, GTA V. Interesting, yeah. And you might need to rotate characters between these two different storylines and it becomes more of a a puzzle i guess so mm-hmm. like you could be controlling um uh like dustin and steve and in, in one story mm-hmm. and then you have um uh, joyce and hopper in the mm-hmm. other story but you have to switch between the two in order for the game to work so it's it's not like you stay in one area the whole time but yeah. you uh are just switching back and forth the whole time. Yo. I mean, honestly, but kind of like... what if a I way like out, the, dude? Yeah. What if a way out? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. It's man. like a game that the whole show is so much about being in community, being in groups, you know, whatever. And like, so yeah, AJ, just for context, most of the seasons, there's like little factions of the cast that'll end up being these two people together, these three people together in their little clumps doing their own things. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of like works together to, they don't realize each other's doing this stuff because it's the eighties and there's no cell phones or anything. Mm. But by the end, it all kind of like pieces together to where it's like, oh, cool. The thing you were doing, it worked with the thing I was doing. They now, should, they know, should get walkie talkies, that dude. That's what, that's what the children <laughs> did in, in the 1980s. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's true. I mean, they have some in some of the seasons actually. So you're, Exactly. Right. They just don't but yeah, I feel like I feel like exactly what you said. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't have industrial strength walkie-talkies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're in one of them is like one group is in Indiana while the mm. other one's in Russia. So like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they need yeah, the '80s didn't really figure that out. Yeah, man, I don't you even. Need, like, I don't even know if modern day technology has that kind of walkie-talkie. I don't know. You just gotta get a really or long. You gotta get two cups and two and, and one really long <laughs> string. <dude. laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I feel like that's a good way to do it. The uh, is have have those be yeah partner characters that you do together at the same time because like or honestly kind of like yeah luigi and gooigi sort of a thing you know where you're doing stuff together but i could see it being yeah locked out to being just co-op um or you know again do luigi and gooigi where you can switch between the two but then it doesn't really allow for as many like fast-paced moments Mm -hmm. that tend to happen you know here and there so um yeah, no, that's a great idea. I feel like art style, in my mind, it's kind of like, um, why am I forgetting the name of this game? Um, the, oh man, it won a bunch of like game awards and stuff a couple of years ago. It's an indie game that I got. DuckTales. <laughs> well, that's the one. How'd you know? Yeah. Um, you it's got like an RPG, but a kind of a weird RPG. Um, and it all, has kind all of like RPGs a, are weird. Um, oh no. I hate to break it <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, 
Oh well, it doesn't matter. I'll I'll remember it at some point in the next little bit. Untitled but, Goose Game. I'm sure. <laughs> sure. Yep, we're going with that. Um, but yeah, kind of like a isometric view and like maybe a little bit like something like that. I feel like that. Mm, would be okay. I have no idea what you're talking about, but cool, nice. That works. Yeah, it, nobody does because that's the magic of. Yeah, you don't even know. So forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I think we're done. The next question. I don't know. Sound like you're about to say something. So here we go. Next question. Thrillhouse asked, apologies if it's been asked before, but what's your ideal multiplayer scenario for Pokemon Scarlet Tash Violet? I've seen some suggesting playing the full game multi, which I think wouldn't be too fun, but maybe Legends type catch and catch X Mon. What? Catch. I don't know. Uh, oh, catch Pokemon. this many Mons. Yeah. Yep. Um, and a new twist on raids would be fun. I disagree. I think playing the game together would be Pog. Um, it's like this sort of like, not necessarily, like, again, I've talked about this before, where it's like, if you're battling against a Pokemon and it's like a uh, Pokemon Let's Go sort of sort of, sort of situation, um, that wouldn't be fun. But, you know, the, being able to do certain things alone together, I think it's cool. Like, you don't, you don't have to actively be playing together for it to be fun, you know? Um, where it's like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to catch this Pokemon or whatever. I'm going to fill up my decks in this area. You're going to go and you're going to do that gym battle and that's cool and that's what's up. Or like you want to go do the gym battle. I want to watch you do the gym battle. I did that gym battle. Let's see what happens. You know, like the anime, <laughs> you know, like th that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Or um, like even an MMO in terms of like what video game references there are, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's what I think it's going to be on well, some level. I don't know how they're going to handle gyms though, specifically. Hmm. The only thing that needs to happen is saves need to carry over from player to player. Mm -hmm. It can't just be like mm, one person yes. is hosting and then they only get that save progress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like if I'm playing on, like I go or not even you, necessarily playing in your world. Mm -hmm. And like, if I catch a Pokemon, I get to keep that Pokemon. Right. And if I beat a gym battle, I get to keep that gym badge and that kind of stuff. Exactly. Right. What, what I saying? was going to say totally. is I, I think that like saves shouldn't work in the way that they they already like it shouldn't be like a, a a set instance right where it's like because it's an open world game so it shouldn't be a thing where it's like oh you're at this part of the story you have four badges so you're at this part of the plot or whatever it's mm -hmm. like okay if i we do this gym battle or whatever however the gyms work and i get it and i win in a gym that i previously didn't win in before that adds that gym to my total of badges mm -hmm. in my main game same thing for catching a pokemon or whatever and like however they handle story beats it's like oh i saw this cutscene before or whatever so like i don't have to do this or i can skip this or whatever but like if i do a new thing that i haven't done before that then gets done in my game too i think is mm -hmm. the best way to handle that mm -hmm. totally yeah i think that's to me that's that's what would be the best is like i don't know in terms of doing things actively together i you know there's not that i mean maybe if there's like some mini games or something like that right. in addition to being able to do double battles together or something like that like that would be fun yeah but i think a lot of it is like just existing in the world together in a way that feels fairly seamless mm -hmm. and doesn't have just a bunch of caveats associated with it you know? and even give um, you the option yeah. to 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 like do the let's go thing sure like if I yeah. if I'm like playing with somebody like uh, Trav 
mentions this a lot with youth because I'm going to play it with her and Trav and Alec. Um, like mm-hmm. in moments where it's like, oh, freaking, here's this Pokemon. Is this uh, like. I don't know steelix or whatever and say she wants to catch the steelix and her pokemon are under leveled or she doesn't have the right type and it's like oh shoot all right well i can help you and then i use my pokemon and help out to catch the pokemon or whatever i mean honestly like, legends arceus just flipped the other way because like mm-hmm. there's plenty of times where there's wild pokemon and like especially in the little space distortion things whatever it was um you'd you'd go out there and like there would be four pokemon attacking you all at once mm-hmm. And that feels super unfair, but also super realistic in, right. you know, that kind of context. Yeah. And I'm here for that. So yeah. vice versa, if there's a really hard Pokemon, two of you can team up against it. And that's great. Yeah. And hopefully it is a drop in, drop out sort of thing where it's like, oh, shoot. All yeah. right. I'll help you with that. But not a like, oh, we <laughs> encountered this Pokemon and you're both in the game world. So you both had to fight uh-huh. this Pokemon. I think that would be bad yep. um, because it, it would make it either feel like cheap um and like a, it's too easy kind of way or it would make it feel like bullet spongy and that's also not really good um yeah so is that so it needs to be more uh, like monster hunter-esque yeah mm-hmm. yeah that totally makes sense yeah also it was disco elysium was the one i was trying uh, to think of okay I yeah i never i never uh, really duck tails <laughs> you were close uh, I mean, both start with game. d yeah yeah, yeah. We'll start with D. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So and yeah, use right next to I on the, on the keyboard, dude. So that's mm-hmm. so it's right there. You know, autocorrect, autofill. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. I I'm here for all of that. Uh, question from Kate on Discord asks: In light of the Splatoon OLED model, which upcoming games would you guys like to see get special editions? Slash, what types of designs? For me personally, I'm hoping for that Breath of the Wild two edition. Pokemon. Right, look, I'm just saying there was a lot of slander about the Splatoon OLED last week. Mm. Uh, I completely understand why <laughs> why there was slander. Uh, but this is my Switch Pro. Like, oh. It's not a console mm. that I am going out to buy because of being a collector. It mm-hmm. is, like, to me, it is signifying that mm-hmm. Splatoon is huge in their eyes and they just mm-hmm. want to see it grow yeah. um, especially in Japan and I'm here for it so I have my OLED I'm going to be trading that in and getting the Splatoon OLED um, and I hope that whatever OLEDs come out in the future people can feel the excitement that I feel for this console <laughs> Yo, that's lit. it's fine yeah. if you don't feel that way it's fine but yeah. for what it's worth I like Splatoon a lot I just don't really like this specific I like the design of the OLED. I don't like the Pro Controller. That's what I don't think. Um, I think the Pro Controller looks kind of mid. Um, but the OLED is pretty safe. I'll say that. Um, me, personally, Pokemon. Free. And I would do the same thing. Like, assuming that it looks good and it's not like the Pokemon Let's Go one, because I think that looks terrible. Um, if the OLED model for... or Hopefully it is an OLED model because they could very well do a light and that would be annoying. Um, if the OLED design is cool, I will do the exact same thing that Cheesy would do for... Or it's going to do for uh, Splatoon and trade in my current OLED for that OLED because that freaking... That would be dope. I would like to have a Pokemon uh, model. Also, Kate, I'm curious, what would you make the Breath of the Wild switch look like because i think that like and we talked about it before i think zelda designs are hit or miss 
um and i, I would be scared that the design would be bad <laughs> yeah could they do a, a oled light i mean they so, they yeah. could that would be a new uh console skew mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah they could it, it just you know pokemon their their audience is mainly handheld mm -hmm. and uh give it a bigger screen it's an open world game you know bigger bigger is better right um, <laughs> yeah i'd say though the oled's already a, a good like it's a better handheld console than the the light i would say it has better battery life has yeah. better screen you know like improved speakers so on and so forth um better contrast with the screen and all the other crap um it's like yeah it's slightly bigger or whatever but it's a very portable thing um the, the I, I think I that think to me the switch light sorry go ahead i was just going to say the switch light the the benefit to that is that it's cheaper um not mm -hmm. so much that it's more portable which i mean objectively yeah it's more portable because it's smaller <laughs> um but i don't think that that the the margin of like how much more portable it is changes whether or not they they um do that in that way i think that again yeah mm -hmm. the reason why they usually lean towards the switch light for that is price point you know yeah i think to me the i i'm pretty confident that we'll see a switch light oled mm -hmm. but i think like i could more envision it be something where it's kind of like like the um the red box the switch switch the red yeah. box switch exactly where it's like all right well we've switched over the kinds of parts that we're using now and now we're just using oled screens mm -hmm. so that's the new thing we're going to use for the switch lights as well here we go and so it's like they could still definitely market it as a thing yeah um but it doesn't have a lot of the other features that the oled one does anyway mm. in terms like it wouldn't have the kickstand and um probably not the like sound stuff obviously and, not the uh, dock with the with the land right <laughs> yeah exactly so like just a bunch of those things that like i think they might not even do a price increase for it or they could or they could justify that as like this is why the switch light is staying two hundred dollars mm -hmm. if something else changes because like it's it's better than it used to be and so you know it's worth that price sure. um but yeah so i i think that feels like totally likely that it'll happen um i'm just curious if that would be i hope selfishly i hope that that doesn't take up a like hardware release slot you know what i mean like mm -hmm. at some point every year couple years whatever they're gonna do some variety of hardware release mm -hmm. I mean, two years seems to be a pretty like consistent cadence at this point um so if that's the case then you know we'll end up seeing new hardware eventually but yeah, yeah i just i don't really want the switch light oled to be one of those if it is it's whatever you know no big deal <laughs> but, yeah yeah but yeah good th yeah good thoughts um, I for agree. me, yeah. I mean, obvious answers are obvious, but like a good Breath of the Wild one, yep. Uh, I don't know that I would. I think no matter what, I'm just gonna probably, unless, unless it's like a really really cool one. Um, but then again, I'm not like a hardware collector, mm -hmm. so I'm probably just gonna hold out for whenever the next thing is that has more power. Yeah, I feel that. You know, and then go from there. But you, no, but I'm, yeah. Uh, a Mario Kart one would sell well because I mean like mm. it's the top selling game but I don't know if people I think, are I think that would that be that big of fans on. to I I think that a, a Mario Kart Switch 
if it was a new Mario Kart game, would definitely sell a lot. But I think oh, that sure. the yeah. the like um the the saturation of Mario Kart would not make that the mm-hmm. best decision, you know? Because like mm-hmm. it, it's not this like two prong attack of like almost nobody has this game almost nobody has this console so do the thing or whatever right um you can mm-hmm. get people to double deep double dip on a on a uh, special edition console uh if they don't have one or the other but i'm not going to double i'm not going to double dip on a mario kart switch or whatever if i already have mario kart and i already have a switch <laughs> you know uh it's yeah. too it's too late yeah. for mario kart 8 but if they do another one then i could see that for sure doing well Mm-hmm. My uh, my DS was a Mario Kart DS. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. It's true. Um. Next question. I'm not into. You might have to clarify this. Yeah, I was about to say. But uh, but you know what? Here we go. To the nearest five. How many games is too many games? Ten points. What's the context um, here? I think the same context as yes, what's a Nintendo probably? Because <laughs> uh, be my guess. Because like, in some context, two silliness. literally two games is too many games. Because like, uh-huh. I can't play two games at one time. You know. But what if you could? What if you were the real kind of gamers that we learn about in Back to the Future too? Where you know. I have never play. seen Back to the Future too. Ah man, uh, it's a it's. A little cameo, not cameo, yeah, because he was just a little baby. But I was like five-year-old Elijah Wood, and they're in the future, and there's an arcade game, and uh, uh, Marty, Michael J. Fox's character, like goes up, and he's like, oh, man, I I love this game. And the kid's like, you have to play it with your hands? That's a game for babies. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. I heard that. Mm -hmm. silly and fun. That's a fact. That's true. (laughs) Um, I would say if you can't afford the games, that's too many games. Yeah. Yes. That's also yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. You, you should probably stop. I'd say, like, if as far as like a cycle of rotating games that I would be playing, you know, at the same time, I'd say more than three is too mm-hmm. many games. I can juggle three mm-hmm. games, but more than that, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So it depends again on the context. Juggle, like two. Yeah. Yeah, but you have a human to take care of, so. This is true. <laughs> Sometimes two humans. True. <laughs> but yeah. There I mean, is. you could... Is it board games? Is it like... <laughs> also stocks? true. What is kind it, of games are we talking you know? about? <laughs> yeah. We talking Wordle? You know, just one a day? Oh, yeah. You like, know? if it's Wordle, then that, that increases the amount of games. You know, if it's, uh-huh. if it's like a mobile I, game it. sort of situation. Yeah. But, I've got yeah. a bunch of different games for different contexts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've got this little guy, which is this like one where you put some shapes in a place, kind of Tetris-y or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. it's nice to have options. True, 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 true. So, true, so we'll true, never true. know, but there is a number, and it's a good number. Last question. This is from Justin. Is the special edition Switch price increase justifiable without any perks other than coloring? What do you mean? So I think for like Splatoon 3 one, for example, it's $10 more than the just Switch OLED base, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, but yeah, because it's a collector's item. Wait, does it come with the game? I don't know if it comes with the game. I, I, don't, d- I don't think, I don't it, think it does. Yeah, I, doubt, I was about to say, yeah. I doubt it comes with the game. Uh, 
I think it's justifiable if people buy it. <laughs> like there's there's not really there's not really anything that I could say. You know, like it's it's not like I feel cheated cuz I'm not buying it anyway. You know, I didn't even know. Um so like mm -hmm. if if there's like a demand for it, sure. Um but like I don't know, other than that it's just like I don't know. At that point it's a question of like is value, you know, dollars to donuts or is it yeah. what people are willing to pay and I think that more often than not it's what people are willing to pay in this industry mm -hmm. for me uh the pro controller i think it's like 20 dollars more i think because like that's pro controllers are 60 right yeah yep. they, yeah it's the price of a joy con well um, no pro, so pro controllers like wondering... is 70 msrp but they're usually oh, lower they're than that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they're 69.99 um but they're okay, usually okay. way lower than that like i've never bought a pro controller for full msrp <laughs> so i mean it's like ten dollars more i guess for the design the same thing that they're doing for the the switch oled yeah um mm -hmm. yeah it's all right i guess yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. It's one of those where, like, yeah, you definitely don't have to do it, but, like, I I get why they do because people, you know, if you're going out of your way to put in the effort to, because it's going to take effort to buy the special edition one, mm -hmm. most likely, you yeah. know, like, because they'll get scalped or whatever, you know. Um, if you're going to go through the effort to buy it, you're going to be more likely to, to pay to a little not, more, to be okay paying yeah. the 10 bucks. So, yeah. True. Yeah, the thing that they need to do with these special additions mm -hmm. though is like they they need to keep them around mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i think there's games that like if they did a bayonetta special edition right now i'm not going to get it <laughs> mm -hmm. you yeah. know but maybe if i play the game down the road and then those special editions are still around then i might pick one up right yeah. you know yeah i mean I same is true honestly for like a bunch of games in the like physical market and stuff where it's like you can't buy xenoblade chronicles 2 you know like they stopped printing those in like 2018 or something like that um so then at that point it's like whatever's out there is out there and they're getting pretty expensive to buy at this point i'm pretty sure i don't know let's look it up Zimbabwe chronicles 2 physical edition edition um i don't know i mean i could be wrong about that too maybe that one's not doesn't matter um but there's other games where that's definitely the case yeah maybe you can still get that one from amazon yeah i don't know besides the point uh, so still yeah good answers and i think that's that's all that we've got for today yo that's, that's the, the podcast. podcast do all the things like comment subscribe and whatnot follow cheesy on social media go to his twitch account go to his tiktok account you have anything to say cheesy i <laughs> uh, no. thank you for having me on it was great to thanks for being here guys it was <laughs> a, a good time yeah anytime man just let us know we have an open door policy for guests generally um i had a good time i hope everybody else had a good time uh thanks to everybody in discord and whatnot freaking you know like i said do all this stuff rate us on the podcast services it's good times <laughs> send card is up click nice. the things on the screen okay goodbye Bye. <laughs>